So I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and I've, I've kind of been reading various things, listening to various podcasts. And then today I felt like I wanted to give us a little nudge um, on the whole topic of courage. Um, courage is a, f- a funny thing. Um, think about yourself for a moment. Would you describe yourself as a courageous person? Think about who you are. Would you say you are a courageous person? No, I'm not going to ask anyone to kind of put their hands up. Who thinks they're courageous? Um, but do you feel like you're a courageous person? It can be a tough question to ask. But when you look back on your life, how courageous have you actually been in the kind of things that you've managed to, uh, to do and achieve or, or make happen or pick yourself up again from? in order to to feel like maybe you have got some courage. The fact is we all have courage inside of us. But what we've got to understand and learn is that courage looks different for each person. Uh, A lady, uh, an American writer and artist called um, Mary Ann Rapmaker, um, she um, famously um, wrote this, uh, this saying, and she says this, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. Sometimes we we champion courage to be this this, um, massive thing where we look at the people who are achieving and thriving and, and winning at so many things and we think, wow, they're so courageous. Um, the, the bravery that some people have to be able to do uh, exceptional things. We, we label that as courage and we, we kind of champion people for being courageous under that kind of banner. Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> and we label people for being courageous um, because of the exceptional things that they can do. But the reality is sometimes courage is just that small thing that says, it's that little voice at the end of the day that says, do you know what, I'll try again tomorrow. Having the ability to just try again can be a huge act of courage for different people. And for some of us, it will feel, courage will feel like a leap into the unknown, won't it? But for others, it may just be that simple step forward. It may be that you turn around and go, do you know what, I feel like I need to change my job. And I'm going to try and have the courage to do that. Some of us, it might be that I've got to try and find the courage to reconnect a relationship that may be gone or, or damaged or, or just been, been dormant for a while. Maybe it's about having the courage to say sorry for something. Maybe something happened and you've, it's been so difficult to work out how do I respond to this. It's maybe having the courage to say sorry. Maybe it's the courage to dream and say, do you know what? I've got something inside of me that I want to achieve and um, I want to start a business. So I'm going to have the courage to be able to do that. Maybe it's having the courage to try again after a disappointment. Maybe you had a miscarriage and you decided that you still wanted to try and have a baby. That is courage. Maybe you got divorced and you had the courage to go on a first date again. That stuff is, that's what courage looks like. It's not just the stuntman throwing himself off a building. It's, it's these other things as well. They're not small things. These are, are huge things. Maybe it's having the courage to ask for help. Sometimes our pride gets in the way to say, do you know what? I, I don't feel like I can 
be vulnerable and, and open about what I'm struggling with. But asking for help is a huge sign of courage. Maybe it's about admitting that you have a problem. Maybe it's about acknowledging something that is a, a daily challenge for you that you haven't told anyone about. That is courage. I think one of the places we learn the most about courage is the LGBTQ plus community when they decide to come out and say, this is who I am. I don't think there's much greater act of courage than someone being prepared to do that. To say, this is who I am. Knowing that they might be rejected by some people for that. Knowing that they might be ridiculed by some people for that decision to say, this is who I am. Man, what can, we can learn so much from those kind of people and the courage that those people have to be able to go, do you know what, I can't just live in denial of who I am. Because I, 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 need to, I need to say this. I need to be me. And maybe sometimes courage is just deciding to end something. Deciding to say, do you know what? I can no longer do this thing. And when I look back at, at my life, I kind of... There's various things that would be obvious things of courage. But do you know what? I, I would say, if I can be really honest in this room... Probably the hardest and most courageous thing I had to do is when we stepped away from our last church. Because in essence, we went on our own. We went, we went on our own and we thought it would be a certain way and it wasn't. And um, I, didn't, I never thought that would be a courageous step. But sometimes, you know, you look back at times in your life and you think, man, how, how did I manage that? How did we manage that? And, and I think sometimes we romanticise about how this is going to work, how everyone's going to stick with us. We're still going to have all these friendships that will hold us up and it'll all be great. I want the reality. It was, it was lonely, it was isolating, it was tough. And... We tried to kind of keep everything normal and, and keep it the way it, it, it should have been in friendship terms. But the reality is it was really, really hard. And I look back now and I go, if I'd known what I know now, would I have still done it? Uh, well, I, I definitely have 100% made the right decision, but... Would, if I'd known it would have been as hard as it was, would I have, have still done it? And it was, it was worth it, but it doesn't mean it was easy or it wasn't, it wasn't heartbreaking or hard. But that wouldn't be the obvious thing I would look at and go, that was the time I had to be courageous. But it, it was, it was. It was something that was tough. And, you know, sometimes courage means that we make ourselves vulnerable. It's that stepping into the unknown. It's that, it's that stepping out and going, we're going to make a change. We're going to do something different. We're going to step out. And we don't actually know what the future looks like. Um, I, I, a, few, uh, a few months ago, I read quite a lot of quotes out of a book called Atlas of the Heart. I'm going to read something out there in a minute. But Brené Brown, who wrote that book in the first chapter, talks about vulnerability and courage. And she says this vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. And I often talk about how the fact we need to stop thinking that vulnerability is weak. I think vulnerability is strength. 
if we can do that, if we can feel safe enough to be vulnerable with others. I do think what she says is true. It's our greatest measure of courage. And sometimes just making that decision to be vulnerable is quite a powerful thing. So we're thinking about the kind of the essence of what does it look like to be courageous? What is it that stops us being courageous? What are the kind of things that stops us having courage in situations? Well, firstly, it's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of not knowing what goes beyond, what could be beyond our current situational circumstances or our current reality. What, what does the future hold? Sometimes the fear of, the, of not knowing that means we can just opt for comfort and safety and say, well, I'll just stick where I am because this feels like it might be a bit easier. Sometimes what stops us being courageous is the fear of what others might think about us or say about us. That worry about what, what conversations will be had about us can stop us being brave and stepping out and doing something different. And sometimes it's simply just the fear of failure that stops us wanting to be courageous. It's the fear of what if I make this decision and I make this change or I step out and try and reconnect with that person. What if it all goes wrong? We, we kind of fear this kind of um, cloud of shame that can kind of come over us and make us feel like everyone's going to think we were an idiot. Do you know, when we think about those kind of things, fear of the unknown, fear of what others might think or say, fear of failure, we can see why we stop being courageous. It's really easy to see why we stop doing it. Because, you, you, honestly, you ask the question, don't you, would it, is it worth it? Is it worth pushing myself in these kind of ways? But uh, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 10, um, uh, the prophet Isaiah is, is talking to the Israelites and trying to comfort them as they're going through a really difficult time. And, and I think these words we can adopt for ourselves. We can take these words that, that um, Isaiah prophesied over the people of, um, of Israel and we can adopt those as, as words that I think give us enough of a kind of glimpse as to what God is, is like. I think we can take these words and apply them to any situation where we feel like we need to try and be courageous. This is what it says. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And sometimes, you know, we just need to know that someone is for us and with us. And I think when we're going to be courageous, when we're going to make ourselves vulnerable, when we're going to step into the unknown, I do think God... Well, 100%, what he promises is that he will be with us, that we don't need to be afraid that he is, he is by our side. And if that can give us some comfort, if we're at a point in our lives where we go, I need to, I need to make a change, I need to do something different, then know, first and foremost, that he is with you. But also, it's not just God that's with you. And I think this is where the importance of communities like ours become essential. Because the idea that someone would be courageous and decide that they're going to do something brave, what should we do as a community of people for that person? If someone says, do you know what, I want to start a new business or I'm going to go try and change my job or, or I've got a really tricky situation that I want to try and mend something that's broken or, or I feel like I'm ready to make a new start in this way. What do we do collectively as a group of people? Do we just go, oh yeah, it's great. Isn't it great that that person wants to do that? 
Or do we rally around and go, do you know what? We are your cheerleaders. We are the people who will stand with you and support you and pick up the pieces if it does go wrong or remind you of who you are when you're struggling to believe that you could do the thing that you want to do. What importance is a community in those kind of things? For me, it's essential to know that, that we've got each other's backs when we want to do something. And that, that takes vulnerability, doesn't it? It takes you being honest about where you're at in your life, what you want to do in your life, where you want to go, the kind of things you want to achieve. That only happens through relationship. But if you do that bit, then surely we can then rally around each other and cheer them on, whether they're having a tough time and they just need people to, to hold them up or whether they're going to step out in faith and try and do something new um, that is brave and is risky and might fail. What does it look like to surround that person and go, whatever the outcome, we're with you, we're, we're here to help you. And for me, being courageous can be easier when you have a community of people um, to support you. People make a difference and can be that voice of encouragement and positivity that you need to enable you to take those steps forward. I want to read you a little, really quick little extract um, from here. Um, I did that thing where I helpfully, um, helpfully folded the pages up and I realised I folded up about 50 pages in this of things that I thought were interesting. It says this, uh, In a world where perfectionism, <coughs> pleasing and proving are used as armour to protect our egos and our feelings... It takes a lot of courage to show up and be all in when we can't control the outcome. It also takes discipline and self-awareness to understand what to share and with whom. Vulnerability is not oversharing. It's sharing with people who have earned the right to hear our stories and our experiences. And this is where that quote I said earlier comes from. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. So for some of us, maybe the first step of courage is just to be able to tell someone what's going on or what you're thinking about or what you're struggling with or what you're dreaming of. Maybe it's, it's that first step of courage is just to be able to tell someone about that and allow them to assist you and support you as you do that. The other thing we need to understand with courage is it can be developed. It's something we become more comfortable with through practice. Through practising things where we take small steps of courage, it can become something that we're less scared of because we've taken risks and we know we've come through it. So it's a case of being prepared to, to, to not just always feel like it's got to be a massive leap. Maybe sometimes it's just small steps that lead us to, to build our confidence and feel like we can move forward. So today is about giving us a nudge on courage. And for me, as I look around the room, there's so many people who are examples of, of courage, people who have uh, acted on their passions, um, daily decisions of courage that enable them to, to move forward. Funnily enough, when I, I, I started to write this, I then uh, opened up Facebook, you know, helpful distraction, um, and I saw the video about Toby. And, um, and Toby is a picture of, of courage. He's a picture, and he won't, he won't admit any of this. And he, if I gave him an opportunity to say it, he'd try and undo everything that I'm going to say. Um, but he is a picture of courage because he's seen a need. He's passionate about stuff. And he, he's got a resilience in him and a bravery in him that says, I will not let this go because 
the, in, in a lot of instances at the minute, it's about these voices need to be heard. And, and to me, that was the greatest kind of nudge as, as this is the right thing to talk about because we have not just one great example. I could go around and pick on all sorts of people for different reasons as to why you are a person of courage. Um, but I, I pick on Toby because it was, it was a direct kind of moment as I was doing this stuff. Toby made a decision that his passion was going to be something that would drive him in the way that he operated as a person. And that is courage. And I know other people do jobs where they go, do you know what? I am passionate about this and I'm dedicating my time and my attention and my energy to do something positive with this. Other people will do that in relationships or do that in other kind of investments. And as we said before, courage isn't this competition of who's, who's got the most courage. It looks different for each person in, in each um, scenario. And as we said before, others, um, others may, so people may be doing kind of daily steps of courage and acting on their passions. And others may have mustered the courage just to take that one small step or just to try again tomorrow. But the idea of today of giving you a nudge on courage is to ask you two questions, okay? The first one is this, what do you feel passionate about? What is it that you feel passionate about in your life that, that actually could be something that, that kind of where courage bubbles up in you, something to do with your passion? Something to do with acting on something. And I'm not talking, this isn't just about, oh, it's, about, it's all about sharing your faith. That's not the point of what we're talking about. It's about being the kind of person God has called you to be. Whether it's loving the people around you in your direct kind of community, or the people that you work with, or the campaigns that you're involved in, or the people that you want to stand up for and represent. It could look completely different for all sorts of people. So what do you feel passionate about? But also, and this is a really key question... What do you want people to say about you? What do you want people to say about you and the way you operate, the way you make them feel, and the, the way you kind of, the way you, I, I don't know, step in for people? What do you want people to be able to say? Because when we're talking about courage, sometimes this is where the rubber hits the road. Are you courageous enough to be uh, to push yourself to be the kind of person that someone um, would go, wow, they are always there for me. Or, or they always hear me. They always see me. They always understand what I might be going through. Um, or they always, they always love me. What kind of person do you want to be? And, and how can you begin to, I suppose, take those steps of courage to be that kind of person? Um, there's a passage in, uh, in Matthew, in the, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talks, um, uh, does this quite epic talk. Um, and there's this classic part that we would have read so many times, but it's Jesus talking about the importance of being salt and light. And I think the idea that we are people who make a difference and have an impact on the world, regardless of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, we can all do that. And this is what that passage says, Matthew 5, verse 13, um, in the message says this, Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavours of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? 
You've lost, um, you've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colours in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. And as I said before, this isn't, the idea of this talk isn't that we go, right, we've all got to go and be evangelists. You should know me well enough now to know I'm not really into pushing us to go out and, and force, force the gospel down people's throats. I think this is just being light, being salt, is actually just about being the kind of person that God has called you to be, that God has made you to be, and activating that stuff in the situations that you find yourself in. And sometimes being brave and pushing to go and find some new scenarios where you can make a difference. And... So if you're kind of discounting yourself, going, oh, I don't really want to go out and share the good news. It's not about going out and sharing the good news in that kind of way. It's about going and being who God's called you to be. And that is when it talks about godliness, about about taking God out there. That is you going out and doing the kind of things that you do. And do you know what? Having courage sometimes can end up being a bit of a fight. We've talked about the things that stop us being courageous, fear of the unknown, fear of what people might say about us and fear of failure. But you know what? One of the biggest challenges to do with courage is fighting against apathy and lethargy. Basically, that that feeling of I can't really be bothered or I haven't got the energy to do it or I haven't got the interest in doing that. That's probably one of the biggest challenges we have to face. So when push comes to shove, have we really got enough inside of us to push us through those times where actually this is hard or it's not rewarding or it's not particularly exciting or I'm not getting exposure, I'm not getting recognition? Have we got the energy to keep pushing forward to go, do you know what, but if it just makes a difference for that family or for those people or for that friend, is it worth still doing it? Yes, 100% it is. And if this morning is only one thing, if it's just a nudge to help you to go, do you know what? I can be a bit braver. I can be a bit more courageous. I can have an impact and make a difference to some other people. Then I just want this to be uh, a a talk that makes you think, that makes you um, avoid apathy and being lethargic about stuff and be prepared to dream a little and go, what could I achieve? What could I do? You know, if you're lacking energy, I get it. We're all knackered. <laughs> We're all tired. But you know, it doesn't mean that there aren't opportunities where we could just do something small that could make a difference to someone else. There's a prayer I'm going to finish, finish with, which is my favourite prayer. Um, it's, it's called the Prayer of, of Sir Francis Drake. And I read it every now and then just as a kick up my backside. Because often I'm feeling tired or overwhelmed or that um, I maybe haven't got the energy. This, this is a, a kind of realigning prayer for me. And I'm going to pray it just to finish. And I want you to think, um, I want you to think off the back of this, is there anything that, that, that I can do? And God, God guide me to be able to do this. So let's just pray um, this prayer. Disturb us, Lord, when we are too pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we dreamed too little. 
when we arrived safely because we sailed too close to the shore. Disturb us, Lord, when with the abundance of things we possess, we have lost our thirst for the waters of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity. And in our efforts to build a new earth, we have allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wilder seas, where storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of land, we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push back the future in strength, courage, hope and love. This we ask, this we ask, in the name of our captain, who is Jesus Christ. Father God, help us as we try and work out how to do this stuff. I know for every single one of us, it'll look different. And for some of us, we may just be sat there going, man, I am just trying to keep my head above water. And God, it takes courage to keep doing that. And for others of us, we may be sat here going, I need something different or I need something to change or I, I, I'm ready for, for something new. God, I pray that you would meet us there. And just guide us as we think this week, as we, uh, as we drive to work or, or we, we maybe grab a quiet moment at one point this week. God, I pray that you would just guide us and speak to us and be with us and help us as we try and work out how do we be people who are, um, who are courageous in the way that we live our lives. So be close to us and help us now. Amen.